has ordered us to do that are farce, but we understand that we cannot do them properly in a way that they're going to be accepted. At the same time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, don't lose hope in me, that I'll forgive your sins. And it's, we have to do them. We still have to do them. So what, knowing that it's not going, that, that we cannot possibly fulfill it in a way that's proper, what is it that is that hope that we can have that that there's something that will save us at the end of the day? Our religion is based on shafaat. It is. Our safety, our salvation is based on the intercession of the Holy Prophet hmm? From the beginning of Adam salam, his forgiveness because of the shafat of the Prophet, just using the name of Muhammad To judgment day when all prophets are going to ask for his shafat, his intercession. And the fact that the Prophet has been sent as Rahmatalil Alameen, the mercy to the whole, all the alams, and the special place of his ummat inside all these alams, the special place, because he's going to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for mercy for his ummat. This is showing to us that first, our uh, strength of connection has to be through the Prophet Whatever that we're doing, all that we know about Islam is was coming from him. So how can we separate? We know how to pray, how to fast, how to do anything because of him. Let's just look at the rituals. Now when you look deeper into it, you understand that Allah has created everything because of him, for him. So the believer who is worried about whether his actions, intentions, anything is going to be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will know, will have the intelligence to know that anything that the Prophet asks, Allah accepts and the Prophet wants to give intercession wants to give mercy, rahmat to us. So the intelligent one will say, now I have to hold on to my Prophet, strongly. And the Prophet has sent ways for us to hold on to him strongly. Saying, hold on to my sunnats and the sunnats of my sahabis. Hold on to the book of Allah, which is from the tongue of the Prophet. Of course it's sent by Allah. But as I believe Hazrat Shams is saying, it's not only because the book of Allah that I love it, but because it comes from the tongue of the Holy Prophet. Even up to today, 1400 years later, the way that it's pronounced is exactly the way that he pronounced it. And the Prophet is saying, Follow the book, my Ahlul Bayt. Meaning now, hold on to the shariat, the outside laws, and hold on to the 
inner laws, the tariqat, spirituality. So now you have to hold on to those who are teaching you this. And that time, you will have that hope that whatever thing that you're doing that is broken, but because you are holding on to that one, that one will show you mercy. Holding on means what? Now, especially in this Nakshabendi way. Holding on is not just you hold on and then you behave like an idiot. Holding on is just holding on. Not, it doesn't mean holding on and you are being rebellious. Holding on means, as Allah is saying, be with the Salihin. As Shaykh Haniyat said, be with the Salihin means be with them, learn from them, obey them, serve them. There are conditions, there are laws, there are shariats in everything, in everything. You talk about electricity, there's a shariat to that. You talk about mathematics, there's shariat to that. You cannot break it. You talk about physics, there's shariat. You talk about biology, there's shariat. You talk about jungles, there's laws of the jungle. Everything has its own conditions. You fulfill those conditions, it's no problem. You'll have light. You fulfill those conditions, no problem. You can walk in the jungle <coughs> safe. But holding on means that. I was speaking to some of our murids from Bursa today. And they're saying, it's very nice, everything is very beautiful. I said, of course, when everything is beautiful. What it means, beauty? When everything spins in its own orbit, That's beautiful. When everything is working as it should be working, as Allah has put the shariat and the tariqat there, and it's working, then it's beautiful. But when you see one, two, three, everything working and spinning in its own orbit and not crushing each other, then that time it becomes heavenly. It's like a dance. What are they doing? Nothing much. Just turning. But nothing much. Then you observe Everything now, from the planets to the moons, yes, even the sun, and the solar system, and these galaxies, and this human, everything is turning now. And then there is a dance there, and there's a zikr there, as Shaykh Hani is saying, from the smallest atoms to the biggest galaxies, everything is turning, and everything is turning, saying, La ilaha illallah, La ilaha illallah. There are conditions to la ilaha illallah. You cannot just say la ilaha illallah. There are conditions. There are laws. There's a shariat to that and there's a tariqat to that. You do that, you'll find yourself in this divine order. You don't hold on to that. You're not part of the divine order. You're broken. You hold on to that. You're falling but then you're saying, you're coming back, astaghfirullah. You're falling, you're saying astaghfirullah. And you're fighting, and you're holding on, fighting against yourself, holding on. It's very easy for them to forgive you. But we are not in this way to just ask for forgiveness. 
the Sahabi Kiram, they were not around the Holy Prophet just to ask for forgiveness and to have personal salvation to go to Jannah. Right? Yes or no? There were others from different communities of the Prophets that they are like that. The Prophet say, I bring you this. Okay, we accept, but, but now we have to go to war. Uh, you and your Allah go first. Tell us how it is and then we'll go. Yes? But not this Ummah. So, in this way now, it's not just holding on. We are saying, we are repeating certain things I don't want to say because it's heavy, it comes with responsibility. The more you know, the more you're going to be responsible. You cannot escape. The more you know. And he's saying what? This is a tariqat of the Sahabis. You know how heavy that is? Hmm? Can we even compare? No, we cannot. But if you know and you say, then the responsibility is on you. If that one says, run, they run. They don't stop, they don't say why. They don't say it doesn't make sense, how far they, they ran. And the Prophet says, stop, stop, now run towards me. And they did. Now they understood clearly how the world is like their shadow running after them when they are running towards the sun, which is the sun of the Holy Prophet. But when they run away from the sun, then what happens? You cannot catch a shadow. Never. So it does come with conditions. And the conditions are there. It's easy for them to, for, to forgive, yes. That's not the problem. The problem is because you're doing work, are you going to get stuck or are you going to slip? Or are you going to destroy yourself? Or are you going to destroy yourself? They can forgive you, but you're destroying yourself. Then what's the point? What is the point? In America, they teach the point is just they have to forgive you. That is the point. Not even forgiveness. They don't use that word so much. Are you mad at me? They say. Don't be mad at me. Are we okay, okay now? You're not mad at me? That's their main concern. It's not about the damage. It's not about the lesson learned. So the understanding is still very immature. You want someone to forgive you and not be mad at you? That is more important than you knowing what harm you did to yourself and to others? So, hold on. We make mistakes. Don't be stubborn. Understand why and how we open the doors to shaitan. And don't give yourself any excuses. Close those doors. Then you can start doing work. Otherwise they say, well, you're not trustworthy. Because you opened the door to shaitan. We're not even tested in any way here.
if say we are following the tariqah of the sahabis, what are we tested with? Hunger? Hmm. Or thirst? Our possessions are taken away, our families are taken away, our honor, sickness, nothing. We have everything, alhamdulillah. So what's our problem? That's also a problem. Because when you have everything there, there is no hunger, there is no want. We must always be to have that hunger to serve in the way of Allah. وَأَمِنَ اللَّهُ تَوْفِيقَ وَفَاتِحَةً نَسْمَعْ جِسِيلًا Okay, عافية الله Recite one Fatiha for the sake of the Mawlid of our Grand Shaykhs and have one have the uh, Lokma, inshallah.